0: Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick. His name is Keith. We are going to predict WWE SummerSlam 2023. But before we get to that, Keith, let's hear your thoughts on uh, this PLE.
1: I'm looking forward to it. It's been the biggest party of the summer. One of the the original Big Four that like still holds like a lot of weight as a Big Four, uh, which is always cool to see. Um, coming from the Motor City. I'm a little pissed off I'm not going. I started entering a Boost Mobile contest to win two all-expenses-paid tickets, trips, everything there, but clearly I didn't win because they didn't tell me. So, pissed about that, but pretty excited for the yeah. pay-per-view overall anyway.
0: It should be a good one. Keith, let's get into it. WWE rolls into Detroit's Ford Field Saturday night for SummerSlam 2023. A lot of big storylines. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, and of course, uh, Roman Reigns going one-on-one with Jay Uso for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. But let's get to the first match. It is the SummerSlam Battle Royale. I think we all think here, Keith, that LA Knight is going to win. But I'll let you go first. Let's hear it, brother.
1: So I was professional this time around, and I made myself some little note cards about these matches we're going to be doing here. So my oh, look one... at that.
0: The bloodline. Perfect.
1: Oh. Well, I don't know. Segway. Anyway, so SummerSlam Battle Royal. Um, it's a lot of to be announced so far superstars. It's ultimately a meaningless friggin' Battle Royal. LA Knight. Yeah. Uh, we'll win it um, to try to like make us all happy that like he won something, even though it doesn't mean anything. Um, I could also see this being Bronson Reed winning, which would yeah. be sick. Uh, and I have heard rumors Gargano's coming back, like around pretty soon. So it'd be pretty cool to have him inserted in this and see if he either starts the Him and Champ feud or if he tries to give us hope of a reunion of DIY. So either way, it'll be cool. But it's a meaningless thing overall.
0: Yeah, and you brought it up to a few names, but also another in name, AJ Styles, Karrion Cross. I mean, Sheamus. These guys are the that are not on the card. They most likely, I don't know, they didn't announce it, but you would think they would be part of this uh, battle royale. But again, all the arrows, all the fingers are pointing towards L.A. Knight. It would be something just. I, I've never seen before if LA Knight doesn't win. I'm with you, man. LA Knight has to win. It just makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, let's get to the next match. Logan Paul going one-on-one with Ricochet. Keith, I know you like some Logan Paul. Let's hear
1: it, brother. What do you got? Well, he's my favorite. You know that. So I got Ricochet and Logan. I mean, you know, eh it'll be cool and they'll get like their gif you know hashtag trending whatever moment they need to out of the pay-per-view um I, I don't know logan wins to get some heat on them and so that they just completely finish burying ricochet into the ground um yeah i don't know maybe ksi gets involved in some way or something i just you know we're all watching this match for the flips the story is kind of whatever i just want to see the highlight stuff it'll be good for that but otherwise whatever No one's going to win because he needs to get a win if he's going to stay relevant.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say this is like a a – Uh, a make good for Paul. I mean, come on. He's had some really good matches with the likes of yes, Seth and Roman, but he's lost four matches and it's just, it doesn't make sense for Ricochet to win here. I don't think Ricochet needs to win here. I think just having Ricochet on the card as uh, a match that's not on, you know, SummerSlam SmackDown or WrestleMania SmackDown. It's not on the pre-show. It's not on uh, another show. It is on SummerSlam. That's a big win for Ricochet in itself paul needs it as much as you know i'm not a huge fan of paul i respect his ability and i think roman or excuse me i think logan needs this one so i got logan as well
1: yeah i think it's it's just like ricochet is like i don't even know what to do with ricochet anymore i don't know what they're thinking they're doing with him, but yeah him winning doesn't help anybody logan winning does
0: yeah yeah i (laughs) Exactly. I don't think there's much more to say on this match. It's good to see both on a uh, SummerSlam card. You know, whoever wins, hey, we got a good match out of them. I think that's what they're looking at. But enough of that. Let's get to the next match. Ronda Rousey going one-on-one with Shayna Baszler. Everybody, Keith, thinks Shayna is going to win here, and Mm -hmm. I still think... Um, that is a good possibility. But I just don't know if this is uh, a shoot or a work. Is Ronda really leaving? That's the reports. I don't know. I don't know how Baszler wins a big match at SummerSlam. I know this storyline has been going and it's just been up and down with winning the titles. And then, you know, they don't see eye to eye here. I, I don't know how you don't put Ronda on the card and not have her win. This might not be um, what I want. I think Baszler deserves this, and I don't like saying deserves, but I got Ronda here. I just think it just makes sense for how big it is. It's in Detroit. It's outside. It's the first time they're going back to Ford Field in a long time. And to have Baszler win, yes, as a pro wrestling fan, we love that, and that makes sense. But, again, put the business cap on. What would you do? You would have someone like Ronda win. Maybe not you personally, but as the (laughs) WWE and as I – you know, assume that's what they're trying to do. So I got Ronda Rousey here, unfortunately. Let's hear it,
1: brother. What do you got? (laughs) So I got on this one, um, basically, I'm kind of in the same boat, but I'm going with the opposite winner. So if rumors are are true, then it it has to be Shayna. There's no benefit whatsoever to Ronda going over if she's leaving, taking a break, whatever it is. If she's going away for a little bit, there's no point in having her go over. Um, and honestly, this part is more head than heart. If, even if the rumors aren't true and Rhonda's not leaving or whatever, or taking a break, Shana should still go over. She's clearly more popular than Rhonda is. It's never really worked out with Rhonda. I understand the business part. And like, she is a name that'll draw the money still. But like, we talked about it on streams in the past. Like, is she, is she really? Cause she's just been doing this and it hasn't been great. MMA fans probably don't really care anymore. So like yeah just give it to Shayna and like finally you know like push her because she's needed one for forever i just remember the thing from like today randomly that she's like one of the only women to win an elimination not even women she's one of the only people to win an elimination chamber period by eliminating everybody else in it like she came in and she pinned the other four yeah and like how are you not pushing this lady like come on now
0: yeah I think that's a mystery that's going to go unsolved. I know Triple H is at the helm, supposedly, and she's one of Triple H's, you know, girls. I I don't know. I don't know. I know that Shayna wouldn't have gotten a match without Ronda Rousey going one-on-one at SummerSlam. He just, he wouldn't do that. Not because we don't want it. Obviously, we want Ronda to not even be in, associate it with uh, Baszler here. We want Baszler to be in, you know, maybe the triple threat match, but just to have a title again. When you go back, I don't like it. Put the business hat on. Ronda makes sense. I don't see Baszler winning or losing. What what does that do for Baszler down the road? I don't think anything. And again, you brought up the chamber. What happened? It's just, I don't know. She falls off. She's back on. She falls off. Now she's a tag team champion. Now it's gone. Now they're going one on one. I mean, the idea of the storyline is good. I like what we're seeing there with it. It's just I don't know, consistency. Maybe we don't see enough of it's,
1: it. This the, the storyline is really good and all, but it's also we talked about before, like it's a little abrupt. It was just like, oh man, we're like teaming. Oh man, we're so badass. Oh man, we want we're gonna we won the tag team titles. Oh man, like ten days later, I'm turning on you. Yeah. Which is where that's where it's coming in of like, I think that was something they did because Ronda is gonna take a break and they just need to get the titles off of them and stuff. And like they yeah. wanted to do this Baszler feud. So like I don't know. That's what I mean. Like if she's, if Ronda's going, that's the benefit to putting Shayna over Give her that shine off of the little bit of shine that Ronda still got left and then use that and go.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, enough talking about that match. Let's get to the next match. Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare going one-on-one with Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate. If that's still what they call him. I don't know. Um, This is the third match. And usually the third match is bang, very, most most likely that's what happens with this match. A, it's on a big, big night SummerSlam. It has that opportunity to do that. And as much as, again, storyline may not be there, we got Brock, we got Cody, two guys that that are going to go one-on-one and kick ass. It doesn't matter if they have an injury during the match. They're going to finish the job. And I, I'm excited for this match. This is one of my, uh, one of my matches here. I don't want to say steal the night because Brock's matches usually go two to three minutes, but it's right. going, it's going to be highly entertaining just because Cody's story is still there. Yeah, it's on the back burner. Yeah, he's still going to finish the story. Yeah, we gotta, you know, whatever until WrestleMania in Philadelphia. We still got time. He's building this. This is another road bump, and as a, you know, as a road bump, what do you do? You go over it. And that's what Cody's going to do. I think Brock understands that. I think there should be no other finish than Cody. One, two, three, not a submission, not a count out, a pin. And that's it. And that's that's honestly what needs to happen for the storyline to have any to have legs. Because right now it's mm-hmm. just finish the story.
1: That's mm-hmm. no, a pretty meaningless feud. What story? If, yeah.
0: yeah. If there's no finish, a legitimate finish to this, uh, this match then what's the story he can't get over or he won but he won in a in a uh you know heel tactic uh no dq or a fall i don't know but it needs to be a pin i'm gonna shut up keith i got cody winning <laughs> here going over right via pin let's hear it brother
1: let's see what we got here uh i got uh boom baby. i also got i also got cody going over here um The third match, like you said, Cody comes out on top. Maybe or, I mean, really probably not uh, like clean or like super decisive win, but I do think Cody comes out on top. Uh, I think, well, I hope, I'm more of hope than think it might actually happen, but I think Cody wins either way, but then like there should be like a Brock like show of respect. Like, ah, got me twice, man. Like, you got my respect. One and done. And he moves on. So this feud can end because like I just said, it's been kind of a meaningless feud. It almost feels like, this feud was, like, meant to, like, be Cody's first feud with the title. Like, he should have won at WrestleMania and had the title, and they planned this feud, and then he didn't. they didn't win it because they changed their mind or whatever. And then they were like, oh, damn it. Well, we're going to do this one anyway. Yeah. Because Brock wasn't going to change and push time back or anything. So, like, it feels like it should have the title. But um, the biggest thing for me with this match is I'm, like, really disappointed that it's not a stipulation match in some huh. way. Like, I was definitely – I don't know, just because like I was thinking, of like, Great American Bash just happened. That was Dusty's thing. They're going to be in, you know, they're like in, The Great American Bash is in Texas. So, like, I don't know, the Cody documentary and all, like, maybe we were going to get, like, a Texas bull rope match or yeah. just something. I just feel like it's, like, it's your rubber match. It's personal. Like, you know, Brock beat the hell out of Cody in front of his family and stuff. Like, it's this huge thing. And then it's just like, all right, now we're going to start out and just, like, lock up right away. Nah, like it should be something a little more extreme to me, but either way, it's Brock and it's Cody. It's going to be a good match. Cody comes out on top.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a great match, man. I'm not going to say it still is a show. I think the next match we'll talk about. I think that will still a show. Yeah, I'm just interested to see this match happen. I I know we've seen. I, we've seen it once or twice, but it's always been something else. It's never been a one three pin. Cody gets the win. And I mm-hmm. think for that storyline, the, uh, you know, finish the story storyline, I think it needs to be decisive. I think he needs to pin him, And I think we need something like a, a Seth Rollins where he conquered Brock Lesnar. And we knew Seth Rollins was the next man up. I cannot tell you that Cody's the next man up. Not be—I mean, yes, as a wrestling fan, as a podcaster, Keith, we know he's the next man up. But if you're just a casual fan, Gunther's the next man up. Jey Uso's the next man up. I mean, that's that's who we look at because that's just what the storyline shows. But Cody is the next man up, and that's what we need to see on Sunday. Any last thoughts before we get on to that uh, next match I was talking about?
1: No. Like I said, I mean, I'm looking forward to the match and all, but I just hope that yeah. this is the end of it. I don't want to see them keep going for yeah. any amount of time, really.
0: Yeah. Let's get to it. We uh, dedicated our last live stream, which you could find on the bloodline entertainment network to this match, the intercontinental championship match. Yes. Gunther is the champion going one-on-one with drew McIntyre. And again, if you're a casual fan, this is a match that's going to bang and you really, really have a lot of eggs in the drew McIntyre basket. I, don't see that happening. And Keith, knowing you as much as well as I do, you're going to say the same thing for me. It just doesn't make sense for Drew to win here. Um, yes, it would be a big moment. Maybe he didn't get his moment at WrestleMania in the pen, in the, uh, in the performance center. He still won the title. That's a big moment. I don't think he needs this. I think Gunther needs this more than Drew and not because of the honky tonk, man. I don't give a shit about that streak. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Gunther is the man and Gunther will go over. I think this storyline continues. So I don't think it's a one, two, three. I don't think it's a submission. I don't know what it is, but I know Gunther wins here and we will see more of this. Um, Keith, let's hear it, brother. I know you're, uh, you're ready for this match.
1: Absolutely. So I'd really looking forward to it. Check my card out here. So, I said it before, and I'll say it again. You know, Gunther, Sheamus, amazing. Gunther, Sheamus, Drew, triple threat, incredible. So, Gunther, Drew, at worst, is going to be absolutely perfect. Not to mention Sheamus and Drew, that no-hole, that uh, Falls Can Anywhere match in the Thunderdome era, beautiful also. Like, these guys are all just going to make matches together. This match is going to kill. Gunther is absolutely going to win, because I do care about that honky tonk. I
0: know you do. Record.
1: <laughs> that's got to end. Honky Tonk Man's never been that great. He shouldn't have the longest reign. Give it to Gunther and maybe with this we can kind of set up my, you know, top fantasy story I've been talking about. Yes. Where he Gunther retains. He's kind of going, you know, let him go for a little bit more. He breaks surpasses the record and that's when he finally does like, do you know what? Did everything I can. I'm coming for you, Seth. Spoiler alert. But yeah. So, yeah. Gunther. It's Gunther. There's no way it's not that they're here.
0: And you think this continues to the storyline? I mean, it's just the first match at SummerSlam. Why, why wouldn't it? But again, let's hear it. What do you got?
1: No, I I mean, I can see that. I didn't really think about it before. It is the first one around. So maybe it will be a long one. Maybe Drew does take it from him eventually. But I think... No matter what, if that's what's going to happen, it's not this weekend. I feel like they want to get Gunther to break that reign so they can just, like, modernize stuff more. The demolition reign, the demolition record lasted for how long, and they broke it with New Day because of how great they were. Yeah. You know, this has stood for since the 80s, so, like, it's got to be broken, and Gunther's the one to break it.
0: Yeah. And And I bring it up, too, all the time. Two years ago, no one, no one at all was going to beat Roman. Now... Right now, Jay has a good, a really good opportunity. That's how I feel with Gonther right now. I feel like there's no one that can beat him. There's no one right. that has that, that makes sense. Yes, Drew makes sense when you look at it from a different point of view. When you look at it and, oh my God, he won at the performance center. He won. He won the title. Most people don't even get the 24 7 title or the, you know, a US title or the, like a mid card title. Right. This is different. He is at the top of his level. And you know what, too, Keith? Gunther needs a really good match. And I think this yeah. is what's going to happen. I think that's the whole the whole point. I mean, you had Ali. You had, I mean, the names are, you know, legitimate names. I know Ali's a great competitor. He did right. really well at the Great American Bash. But you need a Drew. You need a Sheamus. Mm-hmm. You need someone like that. And it's not about pushing Drew. It's about elevating Gunther elevate Gunther he doesn't need to be elevated yeah he does he needs this to be more prominent and in in WWE as odd as that sounds it needs to happen what do you think yeah
1: I know I get that I mean I don't think Drew doesn't need it I don't think Drew needs it either and like you said it's not really to elevate him but I do think where Gunther is now with this reign whoever does dethrone him if that is what's going to happen
0: it's a big deal.
1: It needs to be they it needs to be someone that needs it, kinda to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now Absolutely. granted, I also don't want that to be like, you know, theory kind of needs a bump. The theory needs a bump. He's not even on this card and everything. But I don't want him to lose the US title and then be the one to dethrone Gunther and like try to give him a rub because that yeah. would annoy the hell out of me. Yeah. But you know, if it's Bronson Reed. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. You know, I'm into watching that match in general, but yeah. I'm into him taking it and like having that be a thing where it's just like, well, Gunther broke the record. He's the longest reigning IC, title, IC champion, and Bronx yeah. the one that beat him. So, holy crap, look at him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we are recording this on a Monday. So, it could happen. Theory could be put on to the, the SummerSlam card. Exactly. We Rock do and not Cody know. It could
1: become a stipulation match.
0: Exactly. Exactly. We're just going off of what we know. And the next match is what we know the WWE <sighs> Women's. Championship match, Asuka defending her title in a triple threat match. And the competitors are Bianca, EST, Belair, should go heel, and Charlotte, Flair. And it just, every match, it seems like Flair's added to the the match. And it's okay, you know, it is what it is. But that's how I feel with this match in general. It just seems like Bianca was at it. Charlotte was at it. Okay, Asuka's a champ. Let's do a triple threat. That shit sells. I'm not saying I'm not going to be invested in this match. This is my three favorite uh, female competitors in the WWE right now. I love Bianca. She's kind of on the back burner. Charlotte just getting back. She's now coming back. Kind of sort of on the back burner. And I'll even say it. Asuka feels like she's on the back burner. But this is SummerSlam, Keith. And what do you do? Triple threat match. It evens the odds, I guess. I don't know, but I, I just, as lackadaisical as this run is, mm-hmm. and it seems to be the norm with Asuka, and, and that's nothing on Asuka. I just said, these are my favorite three women. Yeah. I just, I don't know if the WWE knows what to do, even if, again, air quotes, Triple H is at the helm. I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know, but I do know. Asuka needs this. Bianca doesn't. Obviously Charlotte doesn't. I think Charlotte's at it just because it gives it more of a, uh, a fight feel, you know, something that it makes more sense instead of just Bianca and Asuka again, add Charlotte in we'll get, you know, a good performance from Charlotte as much as people dislike her. Um, I got Asuka. I don't know Submission, maybe. I don't see Asuka losing it. I think this is a big opportunity for Asuka to win at a big, big PLE. I
1: got Asuka, brother. What do you got? So coming into this, getting my notes together and everything here. Boom, baby. On my note here, the first line on it I thought was really good. And it just says, if you didn't want us to care about Asuka, why make her a champion? That's how I feel about this triple threat. I feel like this whole thing has been revolving around Charlotte and Bianca. And because it's Charlotte, they have to have a title involved in it. So, you know, I'm fine with the Charlotte-Bianca feud. I don't know why it needed the title. I don't know why Asuka needed to be added. Asuka has been an afterthought in the buildup to this and everything. It's just she's the champion that happens to be like, hee hee hee, I got this thing that you guys want. But, like, she's kind of an afterthought in it all. Um... Mm-hmm. There's a part of me I know it won't happen, but there's a part of me that like really hopes like we get to Sunday, ding ding ding, and Oscar just mauls the two of them, like kills one out of the ring, yep. mercilessly beats the other, almost like a squash match, and just pins and is like, nope, done now, and moves on. Um, but you know, I'm a realist. That's not going to happen. I feel really conflicted. It's like literally a coin toss in my head of either. Charlotte winning it or Oscar retaining. I don't think Bianca comes Damn. away with it, but I want to lean toward Oscar retaining because I feel like she hasn't had a good chance to really do much with it yet. So she deserves better. And I'd like to believe that if Paul is the one in charge in the back, that he would do the right thing and he would want that to happen for Oscar. So she would retain, but I'm so terrified. They're just going to be like, Charlotte's in the match. Charlotte wins. Yeah. And I'm going to hate it. And I'll be so mad, but yeah, I'm going to stick with Oscar retaining, but I I would not be surprised. Just really pissed off if Charlotte wins.
0: Yeah, I think that's why they did it, man. I think they made her triple threat for two reasons. A, to make it more believable that Charlotte could win. Possibly she could win. And two, we've seen Bianca and Oscar. We've seen obviously Oscar and Charlotte. And those two ladies are still prominent in the division. And I think if you put them... One on one, three on one, three—you know—triple threat. I think it's more believable that Oscar loses, and that's what they want you to do. They want you to tune in to say, "Damn, she really has a good chance to lose this title." Oscar's yeah. not losing, man. It's just—it's again, it's unheard—it's not unheard of because we've seen it with Oscar plenty right. of times, and we always joke about a joke about uh, the booking. As much as she, you know, she's won a good amount of titles. She has a good amount of uh, title reigns. It's just when she's get the when she gets the title, it's kind of like bliss, you know. She won it next. I don't know, but enough about that. Let's get to the next match: the <laughs> world enough, last week. heavyweight championship match. Your champion, Seth freaking Rollins, goes one on one with Finn Balor one more time. And again, I think um, the champion wins here. I think Rollins retains. Um, it's just. It, as as much as Damien's in the mix, and you know, The Judgment Day is doing very well with Dom's performance at Great American Bash, retaining the uh, North American Championship. Rhea Ripley is just one of the biggest superstars in the WWE. Me. It, it's it's really good to see a, uh, a, a a a faction like this going from absolutely nothing to you know prominent on Raw. I mean, the past what three episodes they've started mm-hmm. Raw. I mean, that's a big deal. Oh yeah, to get those 15 minutes in the very beginning before the first commercial break is something people work to, and that's what they're doing, and it's it's really fun. At the end of the day, they are doing very well. Again, you saw them on NXT Great American Bash. You see them on uh, Tuesday nights every week on weekly NXT Raw. They start the show, pretty much end the show. They're in the middle. They're sprinkled in. You see a little bit of everything when it comes to the Judgment Day. I don't see Finn winning here. I don't think he needs it. I think the storyline with, you know, breaking, uh, losing the title because he was injured at SummerSlam. I don't think that's a factor. I think we're kind of over that. I think this is just what's best for the World Heavyweight Championship and what's Mm -hmm. best for Seth Rollins. Finn is the next man up. I think they're in the process of writing a new story for somebody else, but Finn and Seth, they need to finish this storyline. They need to finish this long standing feud of... I won the Universal Championship, but you hurt me, so I had to give it up. Give it, yeah. We're over it. It's done. Seth is the man. Seth is going to win here. And that's what I got, Keith. What do you got for the World Heavyweight Championship? Finn going one on one with Seth for the title.
1: You know it. So, my notes here tell me I'm saying kind of pretty much what you're saying. I still don't think it's Rollins' time. To drop the belt, he's still like just got it. We're still trying to build like the relevancy of this belt up. Not that Balor wouldn't do that, but like you kind of ruin it by like I won it, I lost it so quick when it's like it's a new title. Like it needs a hefty, good run, which I think Rollins is still in the midst of. Um, <clears throat> I think we see something where like Priest costs Balor the match. I'm not saying I, I'm not at all saying we can't have a Priest cash in fail. Um, you know that's not going to help anybody. Um so like definitely not something like that. But him getting involved, like he comes out and they think it's gonna be a thing, and he might like so he costs Balor, then he fakes the cash in, but he doesn't actually cash in, but Rollins just stomps him and it's the end of it there. Something like that. I think priests we see priests involvement. But then my question is when Rollins does win this weekend, where does he go from here? Does he stick with fighting with Balor and everything? Or is he moving on to bigger and better things like the ringed General Al Gunther? You know? And yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's where, like, where are we going with Rollins after this? I hope it's Gunther, but where's he going otherwise? Um, but yeah, I think Rollins retains, priests getting involved so they can keep that whole priest Baller. are they okay or not okay <clears throat> storyline going as well.
0: Yeah, it's really cool when a storyline is about to end because you're excited for the next part, the next part of the story. For me, I think I could, you know, say it for you too, I think, what you just said we're excited to see what's next yes finn and seth tear it down there's no question about that and we enjoy what the judgment day is and what the judgment day you know quite frankly became after you know starting with edge i mean this is this is what you want you want finn ballard to be going one-on-one with seth rollins for the uh the title i'm with you uh good cool yeah. Great match. <laughs> I'm excited for what's next. I really am cuz I don't know. And again, that's what's best about wrestling when there's an unknown, when you don't know, when the pre, you know, when you can't predict what is up next. And I don't I don't know who's up next for Seth. And I think that's what's great about this. This needs to be laid to rest. It was a good yeah. storyline. I think Seth benefited from this and obviously Finn and the Judgment Day have benefited this from this feud just because they're on constantly you see it they're trying to be built to be a really good faction and that's what they are they're not trying they are a really good faction. Yeah. I love it man. Let's get to the main event. It's I don't time. know if it'll be in the main event but it should be I'm in my sure book. Roman Reigns going one on one with the right-hand man, Jey Uso Tribal Combat for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. And this is not just about who wins or who loses. It's actually more important. It's about who is the next tribal chief. Is it going to stay with Roman Reigns, or is Jey Uso going to be your next tribal chief? Um, Yes, the title is there. But I think it's more about the tribal chief, that recognition, that title. I think it's more about that. Um, this is this is tough because, like I said, two years ago, oh no, no problem. Try, you know, uh, Roman's gonna win easily. That's not the case anymore. And you could say there's a lot of benefits to have Jey Uso win this one. It just makes more mm-hmm. sense to an extent, but then again. It's a big night. It's SummerSlam. It's Saturday. It's outside. It's at Ford Field. It hasn't, I don't know when the WWE, I think the last time they were there was WrestleMania. This is a big deal. What do you do? You bring your big guns. You bring the flares. You bring, unfortunately, you bring the Rousey, Ronda, Rousey. You bring Seth. You bring Guntha. You get uh, Drew back. That's -hmm. what you do. That's what you do. You load up for a big show. And when you load up for a big show, Roman's got to win here. Roman's got to win just because not, not, not even for the storyline, the storyline could end tomorrow and I would be okay if Jay wins or if Roman says, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I'm up and leaving. I don't want to do right. this tribal chief bullshit anymore. I don't care what I am. I am the champion, but no, this is really big. This is, this is a huge match and yes, it should main event. I'm going to get to it. Keith, hold on. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Roman wins. That's the end end of the day that needs to happen. Jay is not the tribal chief. And I think just because of that, just because of the title, just because of the recognition, recognition Roman uh, reigns here, uh, Roman reigns wins here. I'm going to shut up because I can't talk. Keith,
1: take it away. <laughs> good man. Right on. So then I, for my last one here. So the interesting thing I thought was there's, there's two pieces of this here. So it's for the undisputed universal WWE title or whatever. And then it also said it's for recognition of the tribal chief. So uh, it's th- that to me makes it almost like loser leaves town kind of thing. Like whoever loses has to acknowledge the other one and fall back in line or whatever. Good point. Um, Another <clears throat> interesting thing is that it's listed as having Roman with Solo and Paul Heyman. And it's just J.U. So it doesn't say Jimmy is like there. It doesn't say he's banned from ringside or anything like that. But, you know, it's interesting that like they're not listed. So like if they're going to be if, if Jason or Jimmy's going to be there or not. Um, I'm hoping for a lot, like a lot of good out of this match, hoping for some good storytelling here, a little bit of continuation of our story that we love so much here and everything. But I mean, let's all be honest, man. It's no way Jay is winning this, like no offense to Jay. He's great. And, you know, he deserves a lot of recognition in his own right for different things and stuff. But like, you know, come on. Like if Cody and Drew didn't beat Roman at like big events, like, yeah. Jay's not beating him at SummerSlam. I mean, I'm sorry. So, Roman's going to retain. And then I'm interested to see where the story goes from there. Because maybe it's something where Jimmy gets involved and costs Jay the match. And, like, Jimmy's just been playing the whole time or something, you know? Like, yeah, there's a lot that could happen from it that I think is going to be good for it. But Roman wins at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could say Solo, you could say Rikishi, you could say Paul Heyman. I don't think it matters who is part of this match if that happens. I think it would be really cool to see someone outside of, not the family, but outside of, you know, the storyline. We've never seen another family member. Yes, we've seen them on the ramp at WrestleMania with, you know, the right. the necklace or whatever the hell you call that. Um, we've seen it. They've never interrupted. They've never did anything to... um to make Roman Reigns lose or win We've never seen that. Maybe that happens. I don't know if it necessarily needs to happen. I think just, you know, having the title on the line and not the title of the, you know, of the actual belt itself, but the title of tribal chief. I think that's a lot that that holds a lot mm-hmm. here with uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, I'm with Absolutely. you with Roman Reigns. Any last words before we end this? Uh, SummerSlam is here. Let's get to it. Keith, what do you got?
1: Yeah. No, I'm stoked to watch it. I'm um, hoping for a lot of good out of it. I am also trying to be optimistic, but bracing myself for the disappointment like Charlotte winning the title. Yeah, we'll see what happens.
0: It could happen. But Keith, before we end it, let's promote, baby. That's what we do best. You are watching the Universal Wrestling Podcast right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. We got merch. We are on Twitch. We are on all social media networks. Go check us out. Subscribe. Hit that like button. And if you're watching us on here, that means you have the opportunity to watch the brand new episode of the Brocast Podcast. They are doing a watch-along SummerSlam. 2023 Brock Lesnar going one on one with Keith's favorite person, favorite wrestler, CM Punk. Go and watch that with the broadcast. And also, don't forget a live Summer Slam watch along right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, YouTube, Twitch get on it come join the show we are here and for us you can find us right here on the bloodline entertainment network subscribe like and as always have a good ple peace